not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Man, episode 176. I'm your host, Greg Miller, alongside the man who only he only does everything. Comrade. Mm, yes. I need to get that off. Oh, no, that's all right. Uh, the man who reviewed Killzone 3, Anthony Gallegos. Back here for some more hatred. And the gear god, Scott Lowe. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. How's everybody doing? I'm fine. It's an early one. Colin, you're acting grumpy. I'm, I'm just going to say. Grumpy. I'm just saying. You were, you were sick. You took some days off. You came yeah. back yesterday. You're still sickish. Now you're now you're here. Now we're in a confined space with him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, nothing can go wrong. If, if, <laughs> if uh, the internet is, is correct, I'm not contagious anymore. Oh, okay. But maybe I am. I don't know. Uh, the internet do you want, never lies. Do you want to apologize to all the orange juice advocates out there who took your word? To, n- not even a month after you go on this tirade about, oh, I drink orange juice every day and I never get sick. Yeah, I drink, yeah, so I drink like maybe a gallon, a gallon and a half of orange juice a week. Probably, yeah, about a gallon and a half. And yeah, I, I hadn't gotten sick, really sick for several years. And then the last month I've been sick twice. So I blame it on all the McDonald's you've been eating. That's true, yeah. That's what my girlfriend says as well. She also says that's why I'm getting fat. So you do look pretty fat, yeah, I must say. Yeah, so. you don't look fat. Don't listen to him at all. I was, I was going to say from two of the guys who are more overweight in this room than you. Like, <laughs> so Scott Br- Scott Bromley's sick now because I obviously got him sick because we lived together. And I was he was laying on the couch like dying last last night, and I, and my girlfriend was in the kitchen making fun of my gut. So I took my shirt off and I stood in front of the mirror in the living room and, and was kind of examining my gut. And Bromley was just kind of looking at me, wondering what I was doing, and, and he asked me if I was pregnant. So. <laughs> that's a, that's an old joke though. That's played out. Yeah, I expect better from Bromley. You can tell he's sick. That's how he, that was yeah, clear yeah, that something yeah. was wrong. Yeah. But no, I'm not grumpy. It's you know you're mad at me because the Roper report's not. That I'm not mad at you at all. I'm just saying it's funny that when the IGN blog roll doesn't work, you just throw your hands up. I don't know what to, I don't know how to get the, the like the pertinent news. Top and, stories. Can you look to the top stories? Google. There you go. Well, that doesn't work, does it? <sighs> big news for we're just giving you shit. Calm down, Colin Moriarty. All right. Uh, here's the big, big scoop, everybody. My dog Portillo is up for the most valuable <laughs> pet award in a Bissell competition. So go to tinyurl.com slash beyondmvp, all lowercase. The, the weirdest part is is that you have to register for the Bissell yeah, site to I vote. Know, I, know. I did it, but I was like, what? What, am I going to participate in Bissell forums I know, or what are they, they're going to send you back questionnaires <laughs> and stuff. It's funny, all the kids who posted their fake names that they used to register and stuff like Lots of asses to ass, ass to ass. Lots of people <laughs> came up with funny things for that. Uh, but the real big news, obviously, for most people who just checked in, uh, we're giving away limited edition versions of Killzone 3 Hellgast Edition today. Do I get one of them? You do not. Okay. Uh, there are only 450 of these made. These are not the traditional Hellgast Edition. What this one does, Colin, get mm-hmm. ready for it. The okay. Hellgast statue head that comes with it, eyes light up. Really? Yep. Damn. 450 made. That's pretty cool. You can get, we have a, about 10 to give away, depending on if, really? I, get, if I give one to Tyroot. I'm not sure if I'm going to give one to him for the Daily Fix giveaway. So you have like a tangible like 2% of the ones made to give away. Yes. Can't buy them. This is like, a, this is like a Uncharted Fortune or Hunter's Edition. Which so, I have. Oh, wow. Rub it in. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Sick. Uh, yeah, so you get the Killzone head, lights up. You get the Super Voucher, the art book, the little figure. It's the Hellgas edition. You get the game, too, obviously. So it's just the Hellgas edition, but the eyes light up, and it's super limited. Not going to give it away right away, though. So Dude, you, gotta, you, you can put LEDs in your headset yourself. Don't shut up. Don't, don't do that. that. takes away how cool it is. <laughs> and then go on to eBay and sell it as a limited edition. Super limited. Yeah. Extra rare. <laughs> handcrafted. Uh, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Also, uh, top story, Clements isn't on the show. Yeah. Uh, people want to know what happened with that. It's his birthday. He's not missing it because of his birthday. He just could not come into work early because we we have a very busy day. Many things going on. Oh, possibly. so he, isn't, he is coming into work at some point? Mm-hmm. 
You mean he's going to three red lights? Uh, well, no, it's got a new name now. Everyone yeah. knows that though. Don't try to sell him out. He's already. Sold I, I just, I just love watching <laughs> the fanboys freak out when they think that he's going to like switch over to Xbox. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's how already long. switched over to Xbox. Oh God, here he goes. No, uh, <laughs> he gets so mad when you make that joke. Oh uh, yeah, so as Colin hinted at, Rover Report uh, isn't in its normal form. There is no. Sp- spun version of it. IGN switched over a very behind-the-scenes blog roll thing you wouldn't know anything about, and basically what it means is if we we didn't go back enough days to check boxes, then they're not going to be there in the ancient blog roll. Yeah, that's how I basically get all the pertinent news is to just use our own blog roll. But when I went on like IGN PSP today and went on like recent stories, it was like a few things from yesterday and then something from two months ago. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's because who gives a shit about the PSP? Well, that's oh, but the NGP would be in between that exactly. and etc. Yeah, yeah. and so on. And basically, we need to. Maybe take a night tonight. I'll, I'll pour myself a glass of Capsav and uh, go through and check yeah, boxes it should be that right. <laughs> to make sure I get what I need. We can do it. It's, it's really not that hard. No, but it's, but nothing really happened. There's two things that what? happened. All right, well, tell me. Well, the the anti piracy thing, the the jobs that uh, Jim I guess had posted that Sony is looking to create like an yeah. anti piracy task force for their next console. And then something Scott Lowe can probably uh, talk about further, which is uh, the rumors of a new PlayStation Three that will be hack proof. they're going to call it. Well, I mean, I don't know how technically they would be able to achieve that because it seems like it's all software-based, anyways. Like, like I thought it was hardware-based. I thought it was like they, you they keep finding. I'm, fucking, I'm fucking battling. Yeah. No, I, I haven't been following the hacking news too much, um, but um, yeah, I mean, plus you have the existing install base that's so large. I mean, it would be better off to just, just save it for the next generation. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, I don't understand the big deal. At this point. Yeah, it's weird too because... Such a small present's going to do it, right? Yeah, that and the, the rumor went on to say that the old, I guess the old Slims that were going to be sold that were hackable are going to be cheaper, which means they're just going to push all these things out the door anyway. So they're all going to be, like the whole stock would be sold and then they would have these, you know, yeah. newer. So there's going to be, what, 50 million PlayStation 3s that are hackable and then you're going to sell another 10 million maybe? Yeah, I mean, I don't know exactly what the... This thing's going to be a hot be. commodity at some point. <laughs> yeah, I have maybe. a hackable PS3. I yeah. have a backwards compatible hackable 20 gig PS3. <laughs> I guess you want to be 20 gig. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was one story. Yeah, I read this morning Bulletstorm DLC is coming, right? Yeah. That's another story. Xenogears. Anybody into Bulletstorm? I mean, yeah, I haven't played it. I haven't played it yet, but it looks really fun. I played but, it at a demo, and I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe." And then I brought. It, I have it home at home, but I does it rub anyone it. else the wrong day, the wrong way when day one the game comes out that they announced DLC? Does that? I don't know. No, I like that. I mean, I think that's fun because then you figure that that's the incentive to not sell it back. That's the incentive to say, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, because it's so yeah. short. Maybe people will just ditch it. Yeah, exactly. Well, the incentive if you to it, not sell it back is multiplayer in theory. That's why EA says they put multiplayer in every game. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. Uh, as far as the game is concerned, like it goes back to our, my comments bef- just before we started recording, is that Epic Games just doesn't know how to design a human leg. Like, I do. The character design is so bad in all of their games. I just hate it. I do know at some point a character in that game says, I'm going to kill your dick. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> That's how I knew that that game was classic. Selling nice. point. Um, what else? Oh, so I wrote a story last week. That's when I knew that the blog roll was broken because I couldn't find it. it was a, yeah, you're <laughs> out there looking for your byline, of course. Uh, Z- Z- no, it's, well, because it's Monster. big news. We get a lot of emails about it. Yeah. Xeno- Xenogears came out on Tuesday. Oh, uh, wow. Which is a big deal to a lot of people. Yeah. It's fun. You I don't care because yeah. you don't like uh, RPGs. Or going backwards. You don't, don't like forward. going backwards. Push forward. You don't like I going like backwards. good games so when, out So now. when Sonic comes out next week and it's free, you're, okay, you're, you're not going to play it. I'm going to play some Sonic. But it'll have trophies, so it'll be updated. It's like uh, Caleb Lawson, uh, one of our video professionals. His PS3 just died, and it, you know I'm, I had to break the news to him. Probably not gonna be able to get these saves off his hard drive. And he's like, "Oh no, all my PS2 saves." I'm like, "What the hell? Why are you playing PS2 games anymore? What do you, well, what that's do you a care good point. about?" Well, get over it, America. 
What is new, what's new world. on PS3 that's coming out? Bulletstorm. Killzone 3. Killzone, I forget. Night's contract. It feels like that's been out for a month. I'm spoiled know, in that right. regard. Interesting topic of conversation there. So, Killzone 3 is out this uh, week. Uh, you gave it an 8.5. Yeah. You enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Sony hurts themselves by putting such a long lead time on reviews? Yes. Okay. Because you figure we reviewed it about a month ago. Like and the only people that read that review at the time when it was promoted for a few days were the people that knew that that was coming. Right. Whereas all the other people that might be consumers that are like interested in the game but don't typically read IGN regularly, you know, they're kind of like, oh. What you a- figure Bulletstorm review went up the day of. Like you could walk to a store and buy it the same day you could read the review. And then, yeah. So that's why it's kind of, I think you hear more people talk about I just I don't now. understand why Sony does these long lead times like that. Yeah. It's a little weird. I, I think that, well, I think they do it to maybe the premise would be to create buzz, but I think it's too early, you know, like, and, uh, but maybe it's, maybe it's to say like, we're really confident in how good this is. I think, it, yeah, yeah. It has something to do with like all their territories, like we're right, not, to make sure they're covered for everybody's release date. Yeah. And it's to say like, you know, people think like, you know, a lot of games are, people are, you know, studios are going back and fixing games until the last second. Maybe they're like, look, the game's done. We're chilling. Like it's done. We're really confident and you can do what you want with it. Yeah. You know, so. Interesting. I don't yeah, think it's kind of think... respectable. I mean, it's just a matter of like, you know, re presenting the review later on well but, yeah, yeah i mean that's on us and we did that i mean it, yeah. it went back up and it, it performed well but not every site does that not every site cares and not, every, yeah. not everybody's into it that way right yeah just don't get it and you figure it was never on ign again it never got back in the ign top rotation from what i know it was on ps3 top rotation but mm. it wasn't in our blog roll it wasn't up in our t- cover stories mm. so that's strictly people who are coming to ps3.ign.com to see stuff mm. I'm, I'm interested to see how it sells personally I think it's going to do very well, but I would hope it would sell okay. I bet it, I think it'll sell okay. I think it'll. What's s- okay? A million worldwide in the first well, month. Told? Oh, okay, in the, in the first month. Yeah, in the first month, not in February. In the first month, as in like give month. it a month. Okay. From when I've seen out. a lot of people like talking about it or tweeting about it, but those are all like hardcore PS3 people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mike Mitchell tweeted at me saying that he bought it and he, and he sniffed the manual. Yeah, and I saw that. Made me very proud of him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, people are really. We get a lot of emails about the game, and so I know that the hardcore community totally, is really yeah, excited yeah, about it's it. It's a lot of fun. But you know, nothing. I really. could not get into multiplayer this week. I came home. I was all tired from work. I put it in. I'm like, I'm finally gonna play Kills in three multiplayer because I was jonesing for it this weekend, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get to it. So I did a whole bunch of other stuff. And so I came home, put it in, jumped in one match, and just got my teeth pumped down my throat. And it's like, oh yeah, I haven't played Kills on multiplayer in a long time. You can play with bots to cut popped your teeth. it out. Put DC Universe back in. Played the Catwoman. Mission. I got into the story last night. Um, played about like an hour and a half of it, and uh, I don't know. I had I had a little t- hard time kind of getting into it. The story isn't what you get into. It's playing the game is fun, but the story is pretty pretty lame. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I played maybe three fifths of it so far, and uh, the campaign. There's like no likable characters really. Yeah, it's like the, the characters are strange, and like uh, I like the I like the the. The scenes with the hell gas and stuff, like when they're around the conference table and they're arguing with each other. And so, like, right, the yeah. art's really beautiful. My girlfriend even came in, she's like, This game's beautiful, you know, and, like when they were showing all the character models and yeah. stuff like that. But the one thing that I didn't like about the game that I really actually don't like about the game is how it brings you from, like, you know, I want to play a vast majority of the shooter on foot with my gun and like I don't want to play in a, a fucking tank and I don't want to play in this mech and I don't want to play in this fucking jungle shooting these explosive bushes and like I don't know we'll it's just see, like, like there's that... like way too much variety which is I guess is good in a way but, that, but a lot of people a lot of people would be pissed if that wasn't in there because exactly. the game would just be the same thing start that, to finish that's my problem with it in general right is that I feel I was a big Killzone 2 fan and both single player and multiplayer feel a lot like Killzone 2 and so they put all that stuff in there to say hey look it isn't you know it, it has yeah. different pacing yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Killzone I mean, so far, I gotta be honest, I like Killzone 2 better. 
think uh, I like I think I like Killzone Two better because it was a fresher experience at the moment, yeah. right? Like we hadn't seen that before. Whereas now, like you know, I jump in. Like I had done the multiplayer beta as well, but then I jumped into you know the match or whatever, and I was like, oh. I'm running these propaganda speakers around. It's like, I always thought this mode was dumb in Killzone 2, and here I'm doing it again. It's like, if you play Killzone 2 start to finish, though, you realize there are a lot of things that were problematic in it. Like, not only are the, the set pieces not as cool, but, man, the, the boss fight and stuff they have at the end is terrible. And Red, the and knife in, fight? Yeah, it's dude, terrible. It was intense, dude. It was, it was terrible. Knife to knife combat. <laughs> it was terrible. And in 3, they, they don't even yeah. bother with no the knife. boss fight. I, I feel like the campaign, like, funnels you too much, like, in, like, a really narrow kind of path. Like, they're, they're, they definitely open it up with, like, the vehicle missions, but, like, as far as, like, the on-foot is concerned, like, you're kind of just sort of going down this, like, one really clearly kind of uh, narrow path, and it's, I don't know, it, it kind of kind of takes me out of it a bit. Mm-hmm. I also tried the 3D, which was uh, surprisingly not good. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was not I was it was getting all sorts of like weird kind of like uh, effects on it. Like there it wasn't really the shapes weren't clearly kind of outlined. I don't know. Did you experience this at all, Anthony? I tried I mean I tried three D like months ago mm. but no. I mean I didn't, it I didn't even bother. Okay. Nah, I mean it, I just wasn't even I don't I don't even know enough about it, I guess. I was like, this is fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. Well, and, cool. and strangely enough, like, they give you, like, actual settings, like, whereas, like, That's you, true. you have to tweak it, which is, yeah. like, which is cool, because it gives you, like, if you have, like, some sort of, like, if you perceive it a little differently, you can fine-tune it a little bit, but, like, for somebody who just wants to jump in and play, it's definitely, like, this is a pain in the ass. And then you can't turn 3D off, like, in the process of the game. You have to, like, quit out to the main menu and go back, and that was kind of a pain, too. I see. So. Mm. Uh, you, you know, you talk about you played with 3D. Yeah. You played the game in general. Scott writes in with a question for Scott. Hey guys, I just spent three hours messing with the new PS3 sharpshooter, playing the crap out of Kills on 3 demo. I totally feel like an eight-year-old with a new toy, constantly shifting in front of the TV, adjusting the stock, trying different button schemes, and I even nerded out, putting a lanyard around the move wrist strap to essentially holster the gun around my neck military style. <laughs> Anthony covers his face at that comment. Uh, I don't even care all that much about the ridicule. Oh, the ridicule. He says ridicule. But the ridicule my wife and visiting mother-in-law are giving me. Too much fun to care. Any other beyonders having this much guilty pleasure with a sharpshooter? I think it's an awesome peripheral. Like, uh, you know, I've... I unfortunately am as one you know element of the being the gear god is I get all sorts of like plastic bullshit that um, <laughs> that you that, you know you attach to your Wiimotes and stuff like that and and one of the things I outline in the review is the fact that like most of them have like an actual kind of like trigger system that like has to pull on the existing trigger of the right. of the the move or the or the Wiimote and this thing is awesome because it all goes through like digitally so you don't have to worry about that like it's all super accurate and like and the way Killzone 3 was designed around it is amazing like it's just it's like it, it, it's totally fluid it, it's a little awkward at first but you give yourself like 30 45 minutes and it's uh it's a lot of fun okay so check Anthony, it out Anthony why would you cover your face when he's using a lanyard uh... <laughs> I don't know because that's a certain level of shame that even I don't go down sometimes. <laughs> but we've had lightsaber battles in the office. That is not true. We've never had a lightsaber battle. You had your lightsaber. Now had I have lightsaber. a lightsaber. Yeah, we whipped them out. And you, then did we tell me, you did tell me a story, though, about Warhammer that I thought was really funny. I mean, I, mean, I have plenty of gr- shameful stories of Warhammer. Oh, we, all, we all have plenty of shameful stories in general of uh, being nerds. I didn't leave sure. my house all weekend and played DC Universe nonstop. Didn't shower either. Did not shower. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't do that. Jeez. Each time we lead a blessed life. I wake up three hours before her and go play DC Universe, and then she'd wake up and go play another game that I can't talk about because she's reviewing. Oh, okay. And then we'd eat dinner, and then we'd play more games, and then eventually go to bed. I just sat, dude, I was in bed from Thursday night, or fr- I guess, no, Friday night until Tuesday, like, 
like fucking Grandpa Joe straight up just didn't leave my room. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend just took care of me, and it was great. And I just watched like CNBC all day. <laughs> I mean, there are plenty of of like role playing things I've done in games, right? But it's never been to where I'm like going to act out. You told me the funny story though. I hope you don't mind me telling this. Nah, about when you, you can were tell whatever. When you were in the garage playing Warhammer, and the door was open, someone opened the door, and and you and ran, a, and, and you there was ra- a girlfriend yeah, there. And you we're ran. Like, no girlfriends allowed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pointed a sign that said no. No, no, no. It was just a, it was a known rule between me and all the Warhammer crew that you couldn't bring your girlfriend while we were playing Warhammer, unless they were into Warhammer, gotcha, which gotcha, then gotcha. none of them were. Of course. Because they all had this look of scorn, whether they meant to or not. They're, they could totally be like, no, nah, I won't care, I won't care. But oh, when yeah, they got yeah. there, they were just like, what are we doing? Are we? How long are we going to do this? It's totally fine. I'm, I'm totally down. I play. I, I was in a and d campaign out here for like two years. and, and I'm, play, I'm currently act- doing a Skype D&D campaign. Really? So I can't talk shit about anything. Wow. I watched the community episode where they played D&D. I actually saw that yeah. one. I've never seen that show, but I saw that episode and it was pretty, yeah, pretty fun. This season's been awesome for community. Yeah. Totally good nerd show. And we have Axis and Allies. We haven't played it yet. And that's like the best board game, man. We got we to gotta play Axis and Allies in the office. Straight up. Uh, You know, it seems like most people enjoy Killzone. We all say we've enjoyed it. It's uh, good. It is a it good, is good. good, really good game. Zach Burgess writes in and says, Hey, Beyond Crew, I have an extra Killzone 3 DLC cl- code. It includes the retro map pack and voucher for 24-hour access that unlocks all of the weapons and abilities in multiplayer. Read it. Uh, he also wanted to be hit of the week. No, that was somebody else. I didn't pick that guy. So good. F that other guy. Thank you, Zach. Here's the code for a lucky listener. E9K88DNP55NG. That's from Zach. Have fun with your kills on stuff. Uh, now let's talk about the Hellgast edition. How are we giving these away? Anthony, I asked you, how are we going to... Anthony, I said, we got 10, maybe 9 <laughs> limited edition light up kill zone 3 Hellgast editions. How are we going to give them away? You came up with a rather elegant solution. Yeah, well, you guys always want more artwork. We love so artwork. I, sa- I said that since Clements isn't here, it should be photoshops of Clements being killed, but only by brutal kills. Only by brutal so kills. So it has to be like thing. Clements being the Hellgast, being murdered by you in a brutal kill. <laughs> his eyes being shoved in, it, or his knives to the chest, slow. or the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. you, you know, it, you, I understand a lot of people are like, oh, I don't have any Photoshop skills. I can't do this. It, it could just be stick figures. We don't mind. It can be... Okay, it doesn't even you have can, to be Photoshops. You can even draw it. If you draw and do some badass art, that's fine too. Totally. Uh, I, was think, I was thinking on the way here, uh, I will automatically, the first person who sends one in of vegetables with eyes acting it out. That's an automatic <laughs> win for the first person. Does that. I, I think anybody who does it in MS Paint <laughs> should immediately get one. I, what I want someone to do is I want to get, I want someone to print out Ryan's face like on a big piece of paper and I want them to wear, like go like up to, oh your, my God. Go up to your mom and be like, mom, can you just put this on for or, a minute? Or, 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 or a cut watermelon behind it where they just put their, <laughs> it's shit's gushing out. <laughs> oh God, I love it. I love it. And Ryan's then have your dad take a happy. picture of, of, uh, Brutal killing your mom, not literally, but with the with the Ryan Clements mask on, uh-huh. with the Hellgast maybe painted over it, <laughs> hand painted. Man, we've given this you a I million want. easy, awesome yeah. ideas to become a legend for killing Ryan Clements. And then Dad snaps a picture. Your mom takes the mask off. You send it in. Greg gives you a Hellgast. I've got a feeling. Uh... Clements is not gonna like this very much. <laughs> it'll, be, it, well, it'll be funny when he doesn't listen to this episode in like three days from now. The, He's like, why is everyone sending in all these violent images? <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Uh, also, last week I said, you know, today was Clements admitted today was his birthday. I said someone should send him a pizza. A listener apparently did that. Sending, yeah. Apparently at eleven forty, there's gonna be pizza here for Ryan Clements. So if that happens, good job. He's not gonna eat it though. I will. I, yeah, me and Colin will destroy it. <laughs> okay. uh, it was. Yeah, I wasn't asking for things Clements wanted. Send him a giant apple. I don't know what the kid eats. <laughs> uh, iPad. Dave wrote in, though, before we get off the Killzone train here, Anthony, and he said, is Killzone 3 a must-buy for any PS3 owner? Yeah. yeah. I would say anything that gets an 8 or above that's a PS3 exclusive is a must-buy. 
I mean, honestly, why else do you have a PlayStation 3, in my Uncharted. opinion? That's what I'm saying, right? So the, the reason I have a PlayStation 3, I own all consoles, right? But the yeah. reason I have my PS3 is because my shelf is almost entirely composed of PS3 exclusives. Like, that, Sony does probably the best exclusives. So, you know, and this is another great one. It's, well, I guess it's, that's not, I guess to be fair, I should say, if you don't like first-person shooters, you're not going to fucking like Killzone. There's, you know... That was my thing. I've never. That's a really, really hard genre for me to get into. So I was really taken aback last time with Killzone Two that I got into it and played multiplayer for like two straight weeks every night. The multiplayer is fantastic. But then, like this one, I totally am. I don't know. Just don't have that spark for it. I'm, it's scared. I lost something. <laughs> the Hellgas lost something for me in their clear move to another one. I think they should just buy White Knight Chronicles. Yeah. All right. Is that the end of the road report? We got anything else? Yeah. No, oh wait, hold on. We're, oh. I, we got other things to piggyback off of. Scott Lowe. 3D you were talking about doesn't work well in Killzone. What did you think of it in MotorStorm Apocalypse? Uh, we went to a MotorStorm yeah. multiplayer event. So we wrote a cool feature, yeah. and we have a good video preview. But we're waiting on more stuff for the video preview. That's why <laughs> this feature is not live yet. Uh, yeah, so we saw the game in you know like the multiplayer modes, kind of detailed and uh, in 3D, and it looks pretty awesome. I mean, uh, I is, thought it is that great. feature live? No. No, but okay. we're free to talk about it. I mean, okay. It's not like we're embargoed or anything. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so the 3D looks pretty awesome. I mean, the you know, racing games and first-person shooters, I think, are the best uh, implementation of 3D because you really need that sense of depth, depth in both. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, Motorstorm looks great. Um, you know, there's a lot of shit going on in that game, which is, uh, you know, really kind of cool for the atmospheric 3D effect. And... Um, like the buildings falling down and stuff like that as you're racing and like particles flying into you, like basically into your depth of field is pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. I stand by it's the first game that's made 3D matter to me. You know what I mean? I saw it at E3 and stuff and I think it's a really cool concept of, I for some reason the other motor storms didn't work for me really. Like yeah. they were pretty games, but it's kind of just like sterile. I'm just racing around an island or I'm racing around a mud track. Whereas this one, every lap, the, you know, track de- deforms more, a building falls down. Yeah, well, there's a lot in. of, like, variables being thrown at you at once. I mean, it, again, you've got 16-player multiplayer, uh-huh. uh, which you, know, you you have the competition of, like, 16 other people, obviously. But then, you know, the, the maps are variable, and every time you go around a lap, it, you know, it changes yeah. in some way. And you really have to think fast, and, and it's... It's it's definitely an exciting kind of racing experience because you know I think you and I both agree that we're not like really hardcore totally yeah like racing fans so like kind of like cartoonish like extravagantly weird the like, shtick for me is totally yeah. like driving like you know one of them had us driving off the top of a building through a glass barricade and then flying through the air onto another building and coming down and like racing over a broken crane I was like okay this is you know I get into this and the good thing is that for like you know the three weeks I'm gonna suck at it before I get decent yeah. Uh, I like it that multiplayer has a wagering system. So Colin and I could be playing in the same map and be the worst players there, but we could bet <coughs> against each other. That way, even if I come in second to last, I still feel like I mm. beat Colin and won my wager. So, so th- is the premise of the game then like there's like it's an apocalypse? Yeah, it, what has happened? So they're still racing during the apocalypse. No, no, no. What basically happened, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But what happened is uh, like basically it's you know not a real city, but it's San Francisco like, and there was an earthquake, a devastating earthquake. So the place is in disrepair. And then MotorStorm people are like, yes, we're going to race there. <laughs> Instead of just helping the yeah, Red Cross. No, totally, like, yeah, you're yeah. hitting people. You're hitting survivors. Wow. You're running people over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, stay out of the streets when the real earthquake happens here. All right, Colin? Well, if when the real earthquake happens, I don't think it matters where you are. It's a little close <laughs> to home. I feel like this game should be banned. No, no. I'll, I can't wait. I can't but wait there are also it. like crazy stuff like big tornadoes that come ripping through uh, the map and stuff like that, yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. again, for the 3D effect, like seeing that off in the distance and getting a real sense of how close or far it is is pretty cool. They should have yeah. called it like Motorstorm Rapture or something. It's oh, just God. Like, too many it's religious just, connotations. 
Yeah. That, well, I think that's intentional is what he's saying. Yeah. Okay. He's saying and there's some point there should be like, oh, you can okay. call down Jesus to race a chariot of fire next to you. <laughs> you're just driving and all the other cars just stop because they've ascended and you're just the only one who's like left behind. Yeah, well, at the starting line, like half the racers disappear because those are the guys that got taken to heaven and then you're, ra- and then you're racing everyone else and, and Satan's in the... In the uh... <laughs> In the cart right next to you. <laughs> That's hardcore. You should pitch that. Evolution Studio is always sounds looking for like new a, ideas. It sounds like a future Kirk Cameron movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, we've already talked about Portillo being the Bissell MVP, hopefully. If people I voted vote for him. I know him. you did. I know You can vote every day, so I expect you to come back. Well, and now that I've looked at the trouble of logging in, The hard yeah. work is done. Uh, however, we were calling you MVP this week as well. Why was that? It's because we, we won a press-only SOCOM Four events. Yeah, that's right. Went to see some SOCOM for co-op multiplayer. Colin dropped out, but it was us, Jack DeVries. I was in bed. You dropped out. I had to fill your spot. I filled your spot with Anthony. So I'm there so, you go. Well, and he became MVP. I'm glad. I'm happy. Anthony, it worked out. me, Scott, Jack, Walter. We came in. We wrecked shop. Okay. Destroyed I, yeah. I still feel like Walter was MVP though because oh, yeah, we died. Was... We died. All all of us died because the competition was who can get through this level first. Yeah, there was three teams. Of we five. all went yeah. about halfway through. We died. And then the second time through, we almost all died, and then Walter brought us all back from the brink. Yeah, yeah so I guess, are, are we live on that stuff yep, yet? Yep, that went live okay. at 9 a.m. Okay, so... A special thanks to Jack DeVries for not contributing to the article. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, so yeah, if you're if you're unfamiliar with the co-op mode, because I guess nobody would be at this point, because... Well, they've read IGN, I'm sure, at 9 a.m. They were yeah. refreshing and found it. But oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. So Bring if, speed on what the yeah, co-op is. Yeah, so if you're unfamiliar, it's a, it's a five-player uh, online... It's not local, though. You can't do Correct. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, you can't split um, five yeah, that'd be... <laughs> stupid um so yeah it's an online five player co-op and you have like a number of different scenarios on a various array of of maps and um there's all sorts of like different objective game types like you can hunt down like two like basically vips Mm -hmm. uh or you can like secure intel and all sorts of stuff and uh there's like a really kind of crazy uh, difficulty and kind of density enemy density setting so that really keeps it interesting um but yeah, so it's it's pretty wild to see like that kind of like scale of co-op in a in a SOCOM game. But I'm unfamiliar with uh, those options in other games or beforehand. But that was something they put in Fireteam Bravo on PSP, where you yeah. could go through and say, "I want it this hard, and I want enemy density this, yeah. you know, yeah, I want yeah, high yeah. medium." Rainbow Six Vegas also had that. Tra- that yeah, Terrace, 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 Terrace. I forgot about that. Yeah. So I mean, it's like that. And I, that's I will say the one mistake I think they made was making that competition timed. <laughs> because yeah, yeah. We, we got like that was such an unrealistic SOCOM experience know, none of I us know. would ever play it where we were all running like I, crazy we yeah. were we were act, acting like we were uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Commando the At developers the end, were saying you know, that part, too you, you can do like, this <laughs> to be a stealth <laughs> you can yeah. do that. we're like oh! <laughs> we're, we see one dude with his back yeah. to us and we're just throwing grenades yeah like, 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 like clearly we would roll up on an area and there'd be like 30 guys and they're like alright you should probably plan this out tag some targets then start the firefight yeah. we were basically just like as soon as we would we were just firing from the hip. <laughs> and just to give you a sense of how like seriously we took this shit, we were I think we were the only outlet that rolled up yeah. with like five people. Sony <laughs> Sony does these things and they'll send out and then you know, oh bring five people from your thing for this team. We're like, okay, so I actually recruited people. Walter's talking strategy because he was actually in the army. I'm like Scott Lowe liked the old SOCOMs, knew what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, and we showed up and there's like one representative from every yeah, yeah, outlet right. and then we just like kinda cleaned house. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't taunt us with a competition and not expect no. IGN to yeah. get it over We're in it to win it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun. I think it was interesting. I had a uh, Christine proofread the article last night. She's like, Wow, you guys are all really positive in it. 
I'm like, yeah, I think we came in with like not low expectations, but I didn't know. I've what played the campaign expect. a few times, and yeah. it was okay. Yeah, like I yeah, wasn't yeah. blown away, but but this like I was like, oh, co-op is actually maybe yeah. the reason. It might be the reason to buy this one. SOCOM for me has always been about multiplayer. And, yep. um, you know, as I say in the article, like, I've always been big on, like, the objective-based game types. Because, like, deathmatches in any game, like, really get old for me. Like, I, I love, like, a good kind of, like, strategy-based uh, kind of team play uh, multiplayer mode. And, and like, though adversarial is probably a little more interesting for me because, like, you have, like, opposing teams that are actually, like, built of other people. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the in, in, enemy UI or AI is actually really... They were flanking us at times. Yeah. They were, like, making moves. Especially when... Remember uh, in one of the practice rounds, it was just you alive at one point. Yeah. And they kept coming, and they kept trying to come around walls at yeah. you. And we're like, fall back, Scott! You <laughs> yeah. gotta go back! Yeah, they, they kept... Every time I would try to shift, you know vantages like they would like kind of like intelligently kind of work around me and 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 it wasn't just sort of like they were running at me constantly like they were like a few were like staying back and trying to like you know take pot shots at me like it was pretty crazy like the the level of intelligence of the of the ai and um you know one of the another thing i say in the articles i just love how like kind of like creatively you can approach a uh, uh, scenario like you can have team you, you can decide to have your whole team go stealth and and go at it and try to like wipe everybody out quietly or you can go as we did like guns blazing yeah yeah i was using a shotgun <laughs> <laughs> and uh jack devries uh the decoy as yeah. as we came to call him cuz he literally just ran out and died <laughs> repeatedly that, that final one we all had 30 kills and he had like 15 yeah <laughs> So what was the one thing, like, I know I haven't read the article yet because yeah. I just got here, but what was the one thing I thought we all, I felt like we all probably thought the same thing could be improved, which for me was I, I really had to pixel hunt to heal someone. Totally. There was like, the, I hated uh, that. You, if you, uh, you, if you, there's no video, I don't think I've had up for the thing, but uh, like you walk in, folks, and you'll see somebody on the ground, and you have to go up and hold circle, but the the window for it is super tiny. So yeah. I'd be, I would be over bodies getting shot at just doing this like shimmy dance. And meanwhile, they're out. screaming like, why aren't you healing me? Yeah, and exactly. you're like, I'm fucking trying, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I was kind of like bummed out on the some of the map designs because yeah. like it, it is it's linear to a degree. Like you have to go like in a kind of in one direction, but uh, there are a lot of different ways you can go. And, and there was that one map where like we were so concentrated. Or I don't know if you were in this uh, entity actually. I think this was before we got into the actual competition part. But um, whoever I was with, like we basically were so focused on just wiping out the we the missed AI. an objective. Yeah, yeah, we passed like all the way past. Like I mean, not even like we had to backtrack a little. We had to like go back to like almost sort of the beginning of the map to get these objectives because we were just so focused on and and it's easy to do that because yeah. there's just so many enemies to take out so like i don't know i feel like it could probably be a little more clear and at least maybe the presentation of how the objectives are placed i don't know yeah for me i just wish that there was something that when a person is down they could do like other games right. have done a good job with that like if you get down so, you have like a Love pistol dead, still being able to shoot exactly or or maybe even just being able to crawl to where your teammates are yeah, yeah. you know just being down and kind of helpless is kind of annoying I, and yeah. I, I enjoyed though like uh like when somebody's down you can pop smoke to cover them and then yeah. get in there and yeah. get out. You have to do that or you're going to get shot pretty much. Yeah. Well, and and I and one of the questions you poised in the article was like, you know, how would, you know, hardcore SOCOM, SOCOM fans kind of like look at this? I, I don't know if I would consider myself hardcore, but like uh -huh. I was, you know, pretty into two and three. And um, I would say I was pretty satisfied. Um, I haven't seen the, the multiplayer, to be honest. But um, yeah, I think the presentation of the co-op is, is really easy for people to jump into, which is which was pretty great because yeah. you, know, you can get kind of like more diverse audiences in there. But um, like it's it's still definitely 
like you step again you definitely have that element of strategy and the the weapon loadouts are very you know personalizable like you can actually have like kind of an elaborate setup and and i think it kind of preserves the best of both worlds at least in the co-op so yeah i mean i think in general they're trying to make this one much more mass appeal in the sense that like for instance, I, I mentioned in the article that like they have a woman character in your squad and stuff, and I'm not trying to be sexist, but that would never happen in Navy SEAL unit, right? Ever, you know. And everyone has like unorthodox haircuts. GI Jane. And obviously, they're going for a much like this is a cool group of dudes yeah. this time around. You know, it's it's very much less. It's not super militaristic. Exactly. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No. Yeah. Right? I and I honestly, I don't think they can do that anymore for tens of millions of dollars. Yeah. There's just the SOCOM audience alone, the hardcore isn't enough to support yeah. that. Well, what, weren't they like the first two games, or like two and three, like actually like co-produced by the Navy or something like yeah. that? Yeah, some so. kind of involvement. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think this one is quite as heavily involved. I mean, obviously, the... maybe maybe the Navy's like trying to redo their image. We're cool. <laughs> you, you can totally come here and wear like a tank top and go fight. Backwards hat. Go to your recruiter today. Uh, yeah. Colin. Yes. Can't wait for this motor storm. Looking forward to some SOCOM co-op. But yeah. those are months away. Mm. If I wanted no, no, to no. know... SOCOM's April. What month is it? It's it's February. February. It's the end of February. <laughs> you have to wait like two months. All right, so months works. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You just got Killzone. Yeah, uh, PS3 well, exclusive, I had that a month ago. And it's two months away from another PS3 exclusive. Jesus. Colin, if I wanted to know where to go for games, where would I go? You go to the official uh, upcoming... Oh, wait. Damn it, Colin. Damn, I messed up. It's the disease. It's the official list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. Do 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 do. Nothing on PS2, of course. I think the P- I don't know if anything's ever going to come out on PS2 again. Uh, I think WWE All Stars is coming out on PS2. Really? Yep. So we'll we'll see it again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, be back for you, my friend. On PSP, uh, Ease One and Two collection came yep. out. Uh, six five from Lucas Thomas on IGN.com. Yeah, uh, we could talk about that. Uh, you're, you're not a fan of that score? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm. I think that's fair. Just because okay. they keep re-releasing those two yeah, games. Yeah, that thing's been on everything. And it's like really a re-release of a ten-year-old re-release. So I mean, that's actually a totally fair score. Was it this week or late last week that they announced that the PS2 was like the highest-selling console of all time? Like uh, the PS2 finally broke 150 million. Or yeah. something. That would have been good. To, that would have been good to talk about in the Roper Report. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It just job? occurred to me. No it's, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's my fault. Apparently, right? Yeah. Apparently. apparently. Yeah. Uh, on, <laughs> Sorry. Play, on, play, on PlayStation Three, uh, Killzone Three came out. Bullet, oh yeah, right. Bullet, Bulletstorm, The Blob Two. Hey, I've I've heard good things about that. And Knight's Contract. Okay. And uh, do you need what's on a PSN as well? No, I got that. Okay. I, I have the uh, PSN list here of all the digital stuff. Remember, on the PSN, this is your uh, the voting periods right now. Mm-hmm. You can go p- take place for the PlayStation Network Gamers Choice Awards. Colin and I have an article up on IGN telling you how to vote if you need to, you know, have your mind made up for you. Go vote for a space shooter for two bucks. So you can get sixty cents off on it. It'll be great. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, you vote on these games and then they get a discount and everybody's happy. A space shooter for a dollar forty. Next week, Pixel Gen Shooter Two. Is it next week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, March first. Right around the corner. We got GDC next week too. Maybe you'll get a GDC diary. Maybe you'll get a really crappy beyond. Who knows? We'll see what happens, listeners. It'll be fun for everybody. Uh, Space Ace, Days of Thunder, NASCAR Edition, Alien Breed 3. Those are your uh, games there mm-hmm. on the PSN. Uh, you got a demo for Dragon Age 2. Uh, there's already a LEGO Star Wars 3 Clone Wars demo. Look at that. Uh, MLB demo. Xeno Gears <laughs> out for 10 bucks. Uh, you got some add-on content. Killzone 3 Retro Map Pack, Reclaimed Territory for 5 bucks. Fallout New Vegas, Dead Money came out for 10 bucks. Yeah, a whole bunch of other crap. Colin, interested in that? Off. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm gonna wait for everything to come out first because I want to go back and play it on hardcore mode, get the platinum. But I don't want to play like two more times. So, I heard Dead Money wasn't very good anyway. 
I man, I watched Steimer play that, and I played a little bit like it. I was like, "This is terrible." I would never. It's the mothership Zeta of Fallout New Vegas. You run around the slaver collar. You get. You have to listen to these beeps nonstop. If you if the beeps too long, you kill. No, thank you, sir. No, thank you, sir. Uh, Colin, did you know that there's Mega Man Legends Two Avatar Serve Bot sweeping Avatar? I saw that. Yeah. Are you gonna get it? No. What the hell's your problem? It's interesting that they're doing that. I wonder if those games are gonna come out. I don't think those PS1 classics are out yet. Mm. Maybe it's a primer. Yeah, and then over on the PSP side, yees, we already talked about. Uh, minis, you got Balloons, TD, Paper Wars, Cannon Fodder, Twin Blades, and then Denki Blocks! Exclamation point. And uh, that's your that's PSN it. update of the week. Uh, before we get too much further, too, mm-hmm. I got one question here okay. that needs to be addressed. It's from Jeffrey. Jeffrey writes in and says... No, that's not right. Jeffrey has another question. That's not it. Damn it. Hold on. Colin, fill time. It's really early. There we go. This is Isaac Hayward. Sorry. Isaac Hayward writes in and says, We often hear you guys talking about Jeff Rubenstein and his missus making minis. <laughs> Any chance we could get a name of a few? I'm completely enthralled to check them out after all your subliminal plugging. Yeah, Isaac, Jeff Rubenstein runs the PlayStation block. He doesn't really make minis. Yeah, we're, we're kidding. We just blame him for everything that's wrong with the PlayStation <laughs> store. And so the minis' exorbitant prices fall on his head. That's his problem. Because uh, he's a tyrant. Totally. Him over the, he, him and Sid run, ruling with the Iron Fist. Um, pick of the week. Knight's uh, contract. <laughs> Kills <Anthos. laughs> I mean, uh, Like I said, first person shooter's hard to get into. Uh, I played Boltstorm. It seems interesting. But uh, obviously Kills on 3 is amazing I multiplayer. Think you... It's an exclusive. It's really good. Editor's choice from Anthony. Yep. I think you can make an argument for Xenogears. I think you could not. Okay, here we go. Here's an old game you've already played. Well, Looks you like haven't. Crap. You're right. I haven't played it. Oh, one little side note is that the uh, the first Battlefield 3 gameplay trailer was released this week. Uh, oh, yeah, and you did a rewind theater. Yep, did it with Anthony. Oh, my God, look at you two. Yep. Tell it's me about it. Friends I didn't forever. see it yet. That game is really, really... It'll like, blow your socks off. Yeah, like, I, I mean, Crisis looks really good, but you're like, that's what you expect from Crisis? Yeah. yeah. And Battlefield, you're like, oh, Battlefield games, they look all right. And then this one... F- it fucking is the best looking one of the probably the best looking games of the year easily yeah. so far. Well, you look at the trailer and it, and if you haven't seen it, it literally looks like a cutscene, but it's not. It's all actual For sure. gameplay. Yeah, no, okay. it's, this it's isn't actual... a Kills on Two trailer. No, no, no. This is all gameplay. Allegedly, of course, it could be allegedly. PC, but um, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> yeah, it, it most definitely is. But um, it is all gameplay, and I mean, it's 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 the first showing of Frostbite uh, Two in action, and they're. And their uh, what's it called, Ant? Ant? Yeah. So the, as part of that, they also have like a new kind of like character animation system. That's that, what blows me away. Yeah. That's what makes it look like it's a cutscene because the way the characters move is. Yeah. Like, the way the character moves and the way your perspective works, like you can like, like, uh, you know, when you fall through a building, it's not like you're just looking down. Like you actually see your legs and your whole body. It's like very much Mirror's Edge like. That's what I will say is that that's one thing Killzone's always done well, right? Like First I talked about experience. Yeah, yeah. And and other games are finally getting on board with that. Like yeah. not cutting away to black all the time, which yeah. kills three still does sometimes but i'm saying I, if, of when you fall and stuff you're not just a camera sliding down yeah. a tunnel you have feet you have arms you yeah know? i mean it, it's so detailed like in, in the fact that like at one point you see a, one of your like comrades getting shot by a sniper and like particle effects go flying off on the front side that there's like dust from the desert and then the back there's actually blood like dedicated blood splatter that comes out of the back like spatter that comes out of the back it's ridiculous like the amount of like kind of particle effect details nice so, check it out. Rewind Theater should be live already, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's live, I believe. Yeah. Cool. So, I'll promote it then on ps3.ign.com. Yeah. I think we're going to learn more about it at uh, GC. So. Oh, cool. cool. Oh, real quick, just it reminded me, in 
Did we figure out yet in Killzone Three? Did they figure out the perspective? Did they fix the perspective? Yeah, issues? it doesn't look like you do. Sev does, is not four feet tall. <laughs> that was time. the worst. Did you run into that like running into people's belt buckles? You know, I guess I never really paid attention to that. Into that was one of the first things I did is walk up to people I'm like. Yeah, right, if you walk I up to someone, like you're me. looking at their crotch. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess I never realized that too. No, yeah, yeah, as they, far as I know, that's that. definitely not a problem in three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that definitely was. I would have noticed that. That was really bad. Yeah. I want. I want to commend you. Somebody talked about a first-person shooter, and you didn't bring up singularity. So. Well, I can if you'd like. No, nah, <laughs> you, you want to talk about Raven? No, no, no. Let's go to uh, the listener mails here. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, like everybody who we've uh, talked about already, beyond.ign.com, you could write in just like BJ Boo did. BJ Boo. <laughs> BJ Boo says, with games like Heavy Rain, Mass Effect, and Uncharted hinting at highly cinematic feature, future for games, how long do you think it'll be until we see directors from the movie business start committing themselves to directing games? Like Guillermo del Toro. Exactly. It's already happening. That's yeah. what you don't know, BJ. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. He boom, boom blocks was just a boom blocks was a fucking didn't great Sp- game. It was, but I mean, come on, Steven Spielberg didn't have to put his name on it. Didn't Spielberg have was heavily involved in the original Medal of Honor, wasn't he? I don't, uh, I don't know. I think he I was. was like two. Uh, it's you only were two years old. Medal of Honor. Yeah. Game? <laughs> Either way, what I do think though is that games like Killzone are proof positive that if you're going to make a game that costs tens of millions of dollars and you want it to be a triple A blockbuster sort of game. You need to have a real a screenwriter write yeah. a play for like like you cannot be like a guy in house that was like I've written about games before. No, you need someone that knows how to and write. And they need a to be out in front. like John Milius, who wrote Homefront. Well, I mean seriously, right? He yeah. is he is an accomplished screenwriter. Yeah, that that is the game's big draw. I think to a lot of people actually. Yeah, totally. If you're gonna try and do a story driven thing, you need to have someone that knows how to write a compelling story. It's only a matter of time before Michael Bay gets in on the the game thing. And that wouldn't it. be that bad. You watch <laughs> Just, you watch those movies. You're like this could be a game. Yeah. I just I, I keep telling this I tell people this story about what remember when we saw True Grit yeah and uh, we were watching the Transformers three thing came up yeah. I didn't know it was Transformers three and they were like they were going to the moon or yeah, whatever and I was, awesome. like, oh, I was like oh this looks awesome and you were like just wait <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then it was like I just remember that the two, it was two days it was like from Michael Bay and I was like oh. <laughs> and then, but they were still. I was like, all right, it still looks cool. They found a derelict spaceship on the moon. This is great. It's a cool day. And then it's like Transformers. There, I was like, oh god. You fell yeah. for it. Yeah, we it all was... fell for it that first time. <laughs> Mostly related note. Have you seen the Apollo 18 trailer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, does look. I haven't seen. Uh, it. No. What's it about? It's basically I mean, like I'm... an alternate reality okay. where, like, yeah, you know, Apollo 17 wasn't the last moon mission, and like Apollo 18 actually happened, but they covered it up. And basically, you they go there, and there's like shit going on on the moon and like crazy like, I like alien stuff I love it it's yeah. Yeah. Yes. I can see this trailer on the internet yeah alright now I'm talking I think we have it actually it's on IG.com you say maybe oh, my there's a lot of really interesting sci-fi movies coming yeah, out soon yeah. like yeah there's that one called Monsters 2 that I want to see I think it's just called Monsters it's just about like Mexico and part of the US is just completely taken over by aliens that came to earth and it's just like cut off that sounds familiar when like are resistance. We, when are we going to get Little Monsters 2? That's what I really want. Mon- <laughs> Remember when he made a kid drink his own pee? <laughs> oh my God. It's Howie Mandel, it, you're terrible. Okay, that, that was yeah, Little yeah, Monsters. Yeah. Fred Savage, yeah. Howie that, that movie was, uh, there was That movie was like in an era where children's movies could have parts that were like truly fucked up. Yeah. yeah like the look, part where the guy rips his face off at the end and stuff. Like I was a little kid. I was not okay with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kinder- that was like what, late 80s? Early 90s? Late 80s. Uh, early 90s. Early 90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Kindergarten Cop would not have been made today. No. Like they, they can't do any of they that They kill shit. someone at the end. Like, yeah, they kill somebody in the end. In a school, and, right? And he's yeah. like shooting up like a crack den in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I tell you, they just don't do them. Uh, now, they- Scott Lowe. <laughs> All right. Interesting story about you. What? Anytime I invite you on Beyond, yeah, it seems like without I must broadcast it via mind waves, <laughs> and then they give me more gear questions than we normally get on Beyond. Yeah. So Tony wrote into Beyond at IGN.com and he said, "I am 
I am look for a good mic for my PS3. Mm. Anne was wondering what you would recommend I should get. I am not sure if I should buy a Sony PS3 mic or just as good or better buy another company. It comes down to whether he wants a mic with a headset or not, really. Yeah, I mean, do you want, like, audio through it, like, kind of like an, like a... Like a gaming headset where you don't actually have to like use a sound system, or do you just want something you could communicate with, like a Bluetooth headset? In either case, um, like you could even answer this. I mean, you're a pretty big fan of the Astro stuff. I love the Astro stuff. Yeah, yeah. Astro. But is, that's, it's, Astro stuff's really expensive. It's really that's, expensive. That's the one downside yeah. to it. So um, seeing as how Tony's having trouble constructing two sentences. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know how old Tony is. <laughs> probably, probably not. Uh, yeah, Astro stuff is also hard to obtain. Like if you don't want to order stuff online, because like they don't have retail distribution. Yeah, yeah. So Astro stuff is like my personal pick on on like what I use. But um, I've seen all sorts of stuff. Actually, Anthony reviewed uh, so the Logitech. Yeah, the Logitech wire. This one's really good, it's especially the for PS3. Is that, is that the one, does that one play the it's, sound of the it's, TV? Yeah, it's, it? it's okay. stereo sound, but the sound is the quality is actually really good. Yeah, and it, the voice chat and stuff works flawlessly for PS3. Turtle you know, Beach also has some stuff. Um, I, I mean, it, they're kind of like Pikachu's. Like, I'm not really a fan of everything. I also they do. have a Turtle Beach wired headset, and it's yeah. okay. Yeah, the P21, I think, is what I'm thinking of. Um, but it's cheap. It's it's super cheap, and it's wired, and you have like integrated audio through it. They also just introduced a new one that's coming out. It's like at the P51. It's um, it's wireless. It actually has integrated Bluetooth, so you don't actually have to connect anything. It's so you can actually connect directly to your PS3, uh, and that's like 7.1 wireless around which is kind of cool but as far as like if you're just looking for like a mic um obviously any usb mic for pc will work um but if you like the bluetooth stuff is obviously preferred you like the new the new sony headset right yeah well i, I was a fan of the first it was a little uncomfortable like yeah. i mean it, like it definitely hurts i used it ear. i used it all weekend playing dc yeah. in another room and yeah. yeah it was killing my ear by the end the new one is a little better is like, the new one the one that comes with socom does socom come with the headset this time around i feel like it does last time it did i think it comes it, yeah it, confrontation is the one they did be the last one. That's I think right. this one, I bought confrontation. But I think this one does too because they just, just there's already one out. The new one's already on the market. You can go buy yeah. it. It's like it, it looks sleeker, but pretty much it's it's it's, more it's much more kind of like mainstream looking. And mm-hmm. I think there's either a special edition Killzone one that's camouflage, or it comes packed in with a camouflage. Yeah, oh, okay. I forget. Yeah, uh, you know, so Bluetooth headsets are obviously like I like the fact that the PS3 supports Bluetooth because you can use it with your smartphone or anything too. Like it's not like when you buy an Xbox 360 headset, that's all you could ever use it with. Yeah, whereas yeah, yeah. like this is like kind of like it's it's a better like kind of value added investment so yeah uh check out the official sony one it's it's good for both um okay. if you're into the camo thing wait for that colin yeah you're quiet on that one mainly because you use a rock band mic to uh play one player <laughs> oh yeah the famous picture of you using a rock band mic to play resistance cooper has, <laughs> that was good stuff cooper has a couple of questions <laughs> for the man that only does everything colin moriarty yeah the first question is about mega man okay i downloaded mega man 9 from the ps store about a year ago yeah. but i've yet to beat a single level in the entire game <laughs> i was wondering if you had any advice that could help me out didn't you write a guide? Yeah, I wrote guides for 9 and 10, so you can use those. I actually think I have a video on uh, on Insider. I think there's a video, a video of me beating Mega Man 9 in like under 30 minutes. Nice. So he can he can look at that and see what he needs to do. Okay. Um, if you don't have old school sensibilities, those games are going to be really, really hard. I, I keep telling people that. you know. So if you don't have any old school experience, you might not even want to bother. I'm surprised he wants to keep going after losing so much. I would have just been like moving on with my life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I just it's so funny to me. Like like for instance, I'm really bad at like puzzle games. Like uh, Adventure Lolo is like the bane of my existence when I was a kid and stuff like that. The game was like so hard, and it's just funny to me that let's see like people really struggle with Mega Man games. They're just not that hard. You know, people they're hard, but they're not yeah. that hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you could practice over and over. Yeah. Again. Cooper, he's got things to do. Uh, Cooper's other question is a test for Colin's knowledge of U.S. history. How many Gilded Age presidents can you name? <laughs> Gilded Age presidents? Yeah. 
Probably all of them. All right, give give me three. Your top three Gilded Age presidents. Uh, I don't even know what that means. What's a Gilded Age? Gilded Age is like the beginning of Reconstruction until like 1901 or so. Cool. 1900. So like it's 1866. Like Nixon. Nixon, yeah, Nixon's a Gilded Age president. <laughs> I don't know how time uh, works. I don't know, like Grover Cleveland and Chester Arthur and and McKinley and um, uh, Ulysses S. Grant. No, Fillmore, yeah, Phil, isn't he? No, no, no. Oh, no, Millard Fillmore is in the 1840s. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's yeah, that's bunch the, of fat white dudes. <laughs> yeah, it was like basically yeah, it was like it started with I guess Johnson and Grant were the first Gilded Age presidents, McKinley and maybe Theodore Roosevelt if you'd consider him a Gilded Age president were the last ones. That's basically it. Alright, Gaius. You're about to be taking this get task by Sean. No, whatever. He's not taking this. A couple weeks ago Anthony Gaius said there's better third person shooters than Uncharted. Based on shooter mechanics, not story, etc. At the time I didn't pay much attention to it, but it must have stuck it must have stuck in stuck in my subconscious. Two weeks later, something clicked, and I realized since I love third-person shooters, I need to know what these games are. I guess Vanquish is one, but what else? Oh, Vanquish? Are you kidding me? <laughs> this kid watch doesn't... out. Watch out. You got Colin in the room. Vanquish? No. Vanquish is awesome, dude. I'm sure it is, but it's not a better third-person shooter than Uncharted, even. But, oh, uh, no, no. Definitely not. Gears, Gears of War, I mean, you don't have a 360, but Gears of War is... Well, he might, yeah. Gears of War is a fantastic third-person shooter. Like, the, again, the story and everything, whatever. Yeah, but it sucks, but the mechanics do, are good. They it's do fluid. great cover-based shooting. That, like, I mean, that's the, pro- that's the knock... Not the knock or whatever, but that's the downside to Uncharted, like you were saying. Not that it's got a big downside, but... You you're in cover and you're popping out and your reticule is just this circle and you're you're thinking you're hitting him in the head but they're taking two shots in the eyes. Again, Gears of War doesn't have all of the climbing the terrain or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, I mean, Mass Effect Two does a pretty good job. Mass Effect Two is a pretty decent third person shooter, and I will say the Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter games were also great third person shooters, and yeah. those are available on PS3. And SOCOM seems to do it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Like was, when that comes was, out, I think that'll be a good third-person shooter. Well, because you could swap. Like it's much. That one thing I noticed is that it's much easier to swap in and out of first-person this time around. Rainbow Six Vegas games were also good third-person shooters. I mean, they switched to third-person when you go into cover from first, but yeah. Right. Matt Hazard. <laughs> uh, Carlos Eduardo Burroughs Lassis writes in with a question pretty much directed at me, so I'll keep it short. I want to ask Greg, what does he think about the DC Universe online endgame now that he's reached level 30 with two characters? Is there a lot to do once you hit 30? How is the endgame content, etc., etc.? Um, my first MO, as I've said before, so this is my first endgame. Uh, I, at first, was very turned off by it. You know, it's just uh, some duos, some alerts, then some raids. But to do the raids, you have to do the duos and alerts to get the better armor to get to the raids. Uh, it's all very repetitious. It's totally, it clicks for me now where I want to do it, and I'm totally addicted to doing it. But it is one of those things where I'm just, every night, if I have time, doing the exact same thing I did the night before, where I go through and beat the same enemies to get, you know, the mark of triumph to hopefully get the ne- enough triumph to go buy the next piece of armor to come back and do it and have everything be easier. So it's totally a grind of just getting better loot and getting better items and stuff. But I do enjoy it, but it's probably because I play with a lot of good kids. Did you get a platinum in that yet? No, because I've been hooked on this part of it. I still haven't gotten... I think Christine has more trophies than me because she did her second character as a different class, so she got a different mm-hmm. trophy out of her. I'm still going to, but I'm still playing as Taylor Swift on the Redemption servers. IG and Super Pals is our league name. You're welcome to come join This us. gives me a chance to strike back. Yeah, you better get on it, though. You're not. I haven't played Sly 3 yet. I can get a platinum Ooh, in that. Okay, that'd be good. You didn't uh, do any of the Sly games, though, have you? I started them, but yeah, it fell off real quick. Okay. Uh, Sinister Kazoo writes in, Just want you guys to know, I've been listening for a year and a half now, and there is a serious bromance brewing inside of me. Since the announcement of the NGP, I've been trying to figure out what it will actually be called. After some thought, I think I got it. Dot, dot, dot. PlayStation Portal. 
I think it plays play. I think it plays off the idea of making the device portal a portal to the PlayStation Three with games that can be played on both systems, trophies, and other synchronizations. What do you guys think? I think your idea is too smart for the people at Sony. <laughs> I think it'll be PSP two. Yeah, I think, I, I think there's a ninety five percent chance it'll be PSP two. I'm wondering if they'll just go back to like almost sort of like you know how like movies like just sort of like rename like go back to the original you think name. Call it PlayStation. PlayStation Portable. Yeah, not even brand not, it PSP. Just yeah, because they, they went portable. to the you know the kind of the acronym uh, after like the first probably like the first iteration. So uh, I would imagine they'd probably just go back to the PlayStation Portable. Okay. Uh, a real quick uh, uh, addendum. Somebody wrote in who is smarter than us, Colin. Really? Last week we talked about the DC Universe Online not being traded, and we were like, mm. I don't understand how a disc can be tied mm. to a system. Mm-hmm. Justin wrote in. He's a big MMO guy. He said, "What really we're talking about here is the activation code that comes inside every game." needs to be activated to start your subscription to start your username. So it's not that the disc is dead or anything, but you can't buy an activation code off the PlayStation Store. Oh, so that right. thing is just an that thing is just an extension that you buy on, on the, the, the the disc is pretty much just to install and to and and it, what it checks to make sure you have the disc when it starts the game. Mm. But it's just like World of Warcraft. Like World of Warcraft, I could throw away my discs at this point. They were really just good. I bought the box for that activation key to say that I have bought this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting indeed. So if you wanted to trade it to someone, like a friend or something, you would need to also give them your login information for your account. Which is silly. What are you doing, Scott? You're making music over there. <laughs> it's, like a ban- it's like a banjo shirt. Yeah. Uh, what do we got here? Oh, okay. So this is something we need to touch on. Well, okay. Anthony writes in. He said, not you, Anthony. I know. It was me. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. He writes and says, Beyond. Yeah. The Beyond crew seems to have problems with people who don't appreciate their reviews. Taking a stand on any issue with an opinion always opens you up to criticism. Isn't this to be expected? People have a passion or love slash hate for a game that you may have reviewed. Shouldn't we expect in a free society that people will respond to your opinion, even unintelligently, because you take a stand? All right. I'm cur- cur- he's almost done. I am curious because it seems thin-skinned on some level that most editors slash reviewers on the podcast are emotionally affected by comments posted after that review. All right. First off, this guy probably doesn't post anything in the public eye. But second of all, it is totally a free society, and exactly for the reasons he said, I have the right to be like, fuck you. Here's because my, it is a free society. My response, right, is that, uh, to quote the Tech Nine, act like a bitch, treat him like a bitch. Act <laughs> like a punk, treat him like a punk. I have no problem, <laughs> I have no problem with constructive criticism. You are welcome so do I, to come to me. 90% of the comments on IGN are yeah. like, this person should be killed and dragged through the streets for you, a game you, that I have not played. You are a fucking gay. Go suck Microsoft's cock some more, you asshole. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. That's the one where it's like, well, no, then you're on blast if you want to talk shit. You well, know what I mean? When you write to me and say... I totally do not agree with your score for Uncharted 2, This or blah, 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 blah. That's great. If you can write to me and back it up, if you can say that my Dead Space 2 review sucked and this is why and show me why and tell me what you didn't like about it, more power to you. Thank you for being part of a conversation that yeah. makes me a better writer. But when you just say, yeah, I'm a fat jerk, then no, that doesn't help. Well, and it, and it, there is, it is so hostility charged. Like, even when people have, like, constructive criticism, it's always, like, shrouded in just, like, again, like, the kind of, like, fuck you, this is stupid, and here's I can't why. believe you get paid for this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry, I made a mistake. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. And, you know... People always do it in the public spectrum too. It's like if you really want to like have a cool like constructive dialogue with an editor, email us. I mean, we we're pretty. You know, a lot of people help. do that. Yeah, yeah. And it helps out. Yeah, you know, we love to engage in that com- kind of conversation. Obviously, we're busy, but I mean, like that kind of stuff is is a much more effective way to kind of voice your opinions on that sort of thing. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I yeah, I I think that uh, I'm trying to. My goal is to try to raise the level of civility if I can. You know, which is what like. I was kind of trying to stress when I wrote that blog that that you and 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 Scott, Greg and Scott were part of. Wherever when we wrote the NGP predictions piece, which was 100% right, 
Like one hundred percent right. We we guess every you know Scott yeah, a, really guessed week, ev- everything. A week before the NGP was announced, we said, "Hey, what do we think the PS2 is going to have to have to succeed?" Yeah, we went through all this stuff, and then in the comments, it was, "Oh, a quad core processor is that right?" No. Yeah. yeah, oh, you guys are <laughs> fucking stupid, you yeah. jerk offs. Like, yeah, then it like, had it. You know, what yeah, I mean? it's yeah. gonna have it's gonna have like a camera, and it's gonna have a touchpad. It's like, it's like yeah, it's gonna have all those things. So then I just took all of everyone's douchebag comments, attached their <laughs> names to them, put them on my blog, yeah. and just fucking posted them, and embarrassed you. And if that's what you want to do, then that's what I'm gonna do. And if you want to raise the level of the dialogue, note note that people disagreed with us. In that in that post, yeah. and did it respectfully. Exactly. And I left yeah. it alone. You're allowed to say it. Won't, I I don't think it's going to have a quad core processor. It would kill and the battery life. Right. Yeah. Yada yada yada. Not just you are fucking stupid. Yeah, because people yeah. people said that, and I didn't post their comments. But I mean, that's we want you to have those kind of. That's what I'd love to see the comment thread become. Is people having conversations, and we're getting better. I've, I say this all the time. We, I have seen light in this tunnel of people. Usually, the first 15 comments on a review are now thanks for the input, blah, blah blah. Good work, good review, yada yada. And then it devolves into this PS3 exclusive is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder it didn't get a 10. And and just and just in general, and that's what, what I was kind of saying with uh, Killzone 3 when I was defending Anthony's review. I don't even think he was here on this podcast at the time or whatever it was, you know, the one thing that really gets me with the reviews, because we get games early and we review them early, is you haven't played the game, shut up and don't even talk. I don't care. I don't care if you played the demo. I don't care if you played the beta. You haven't played the game. So you have your opinion is moot. It's, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's meaningless. Yeah. And, and give the payoff shit a rest. We're not getting paid by anybody. To, if I were getting paid to do the reviews, I, I would be much richer than I am. If I was like, getting paid to do reviews, I wouldn't be staring at my shoes right now while you were talking, Scott. Giant like, hole. Man, I have, I'm about to have a hole, and I don't know if I want to spend money on shoes. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, exactly, that's exactly the point. My, 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 I buy these same pair of Nikes that are like $50 over and over again, and the only reason I got a new pair a few months ago was because like I was walking in the rain and my feet were like soaking yeah, wet. Yeah, that happened in my old Converse. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's that's a little it's a little insulting to insinuate that if you come see how we live. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think you'll think that. But yeah, the thing that really gets my goat is just people talking about games and rating games and having a, a, opinions about games. Before you can't have that opinion before you've seen before you play the game any more than like we talked about. You know, it's like looking at a book and judging it by its cover. It's it's. You don't do that. It's stupid. Uh, uh, and are we thin-skinned? I don't think so. I think we, none of us would do this job if we couldn't take the constant 300 comments of how stupid and fat we are. So, uh, But I think it's one of the things we all care so much, and we do podcasts like this where are completely personality-driven and that we want to talk to you about everything that we say. Oh, yeah. I just go home at night and cut my legs. Oh, no. <laughs> to, to get through the pain. Yeah. And, and I'll just say that nothing that a reader has said to me has hurt me more than like some of the things my history professors have said to me. And What about the things I say my, to you? What? Well, what? What are things, about the things I say to you? Yeah, sometimes, you, sometimes you, you call me late at night and just say really mean <laughs> things to me and then hang up the phone. Well, you Colin, you worthless piece of but shit. Like, but, like, yeah, someone's saying, like, well, you get paid for this shit or this review sucks is nothing like my yeah, professor yeah, right. like taking a red marker to my capstone and putting X's through the first 10 pages and telling me to rewrite it. Yeah, that yeah. hurt more. Yeah, I know. I think that was uh, a lot yeah. of us went through that in school, right? <laughs> Having an article in uh, J105 for me put up and like just picked apart of what I did and how I misspelled the same name. <laughs> I spell it one way and I spell another and I turn this in as work. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, and don't get confused by like us being aware of your comments and us caring about your comments. Like, it's like we, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just because we bring it up doesn't mean we're like emotionally when, torn by When we it. do the comment corner where I yeah. do the reader voice, that's us. That's what we do in the office when someone posts a stupid comment to a review. Yeah. When you post an intelligent comment, chances are we talk to you about it or talk up to ourselves, you know, yeah. internalize what to do and how to do that better next time. So always put up constructive stuff, always have a conversation. Uh, join my IGN. Uh, <laughs> finishing off this week, we have Jeff K- Kinsley. He sent this from his mobile. 
Oh, he's okay. writing and he says, Beyond. Dudes, yeah. I may be joining my wife on a business trip to San Francisco in the coming weeks, and I thought it would be a great opportunity to meet you for lunch or drinks or something while she's working. That is, if you are located in San Francisco. I'm a big fan of the cast. You guys get me through m- many a Monday and work day, and I think it would be awesome to hang with you for a bit. Beyond. Uh, of course, Jeffrey. We would love to have lunch with you. We will gladly do that with any reader who wants to have lunch with us. You can email us at beyond.ign.com, and we can set something up. That's the easiest way to do mm-hmm. it. And yes, we are located in San Francisco. Just show up outside the office and start screaming. Do not. See, that's the thing you don't do. We've, <laughs> we've talked about this before, I think, but to reiterate, never just show up at the IGN office. That's a quick way for us to not engage you at all. Not because we don't want to meet you, but because we're so un- incredibly busy here. That's a very politic way to put it if you i was thinking because the, i was thinking the the actual response for me might be because you come off like a crazy asshole <laughs> <laughs> no 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 it's just i would i would love to meet everybody who stops by but you need to book yeah as long as that you, way you can yeah, get, book you can, it, yeah. you can see the office we can go grab lunch and then we can i mean we had a really nice time not too long ago on a saturday night with some readers that oh that, yeah from kansas yeah what was that i i, I feel bad i, I already forgot you, their names they're, see, they're my you would have just left it that you would have been fine but no well, no well, I, I, I one's got a funny twitter name it's like sir british or lord british lord british right british and uh my yeah they're my friends on PSN now they were very friendly we have threw back some beers and some cheeseburgers fans, that's and stuff. a problem that's a problem uh, so that was really nice but they, they made plans they were very polite and uh-huh. uh, and and approached it uh, ahead of time so we knew and stuff like that so if you want to do those kinds of things and we're free then yeah cool right. we'll go drink that's Reader Mail remember to be a part of the show beyond at IGN.com remember if you want to win one of the limited edition eyes light up Kill Zone 3 Hellgast editions you need to send in some kind of <laughs> image art, art, art something it needs to be art one way or the other well, anything can be art. I, I don't mind, exactly. I don't That's mind why movies. I, just said art. I don't mind movies. I don't mind vegetable dioramas. I don't care. Dude, I'm telling Anyways, you. Anyways, it's got to be Clements getting killed in a, in a brutal kill from Kills on I'm 3. telling you, I, I wanted to. I want someone to just. I want someone to print out Clements' face. Yeah. And just have like their mom or their dad wear it and take a picture of like the mom or the dad <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, doing the brutal kill on the mom or the dad wearing the Clements' face. I want a stop motion film. Special points awesome. for stop motion. Yeah, okay, cool. So there's a million ways to win this thing. Uh, send them in to beyond at IGN.com. The contest will run until next week, which is 177. So Just don't tell a, Nobody mention them. I want to see a sculpture. <laughs> <laughs> a bronze. Like somebody, like basically the death of Caesar or whatever, <laughs> like where like they're kind of like a cradling. Yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, I want to see that with like Clements with it, like Hellgas uh, helmet on. It's uh, Yeah, be, be creative. There's yeah. only uh, nine of these or ten of them. I don't yeah. know why we keep saying nine. Or nine or ten. No, I haven't talked to Tyreek yet. Uh, it just depends whether one's giving fix. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Michael Gulato, he won our art contest last week. I still haven't sent out his package. I'm going to try to do that at the end. The, oh, the that's end the, the good thing, too, that uh, you'll all be happy to know that I am I don't physically have the Hellgas edition, so you'll actually get these in a timely manner, seeing as how I'm terrible we really about should just out. We really should just send the packages out from 150. That, that was 27 episodes <sighs> <I> ago. <know. laughs> 27 weeks ago, <laughs> people won T-shirts, and I have not sent them out yet. And some other games and stuff. Anyways, that's enough. You got anything else to add here, Colin? Yeah. Don't Always. own up to that. Just say that you sent them out. I don't know why you guys haven't got them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, for GDC next week, uh, oh, yeah, right. uh, there's definitely some cool like hardware stuff going on. Uh, the Xperia Play, which is the PlayStation phone, uh-huh. uh, will be kind of like the first hands-on we'll have. So we're going to do, uh, I think, some videos and stuff on that. Cool. Uh, tune in for that. And then there are two NGP panels. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot. Sony's doing their normal bloggers lounge, and yeah. there will be a lot of games and uh, presentations. Colin and I are out there covering. Yeah, Greg we'll will be walk- Greg and I will be walking around the Sony areas. Yeah, uh, Sony's one of the few booths that actually shows games. Yeah, yeah. You see us we'll, come say hi. There will be some kind of uh, podcast beyond next week. Maybe a GDC diary if we can do it because there's more parties and more. Yeah, Thursday is busy. Demand. Wednesday and Thursday are busy. We we well, we, we piece it together like we used to. You just need to take a portable recorder. That's what and we did. That's what we did at E3. We we could we could do that like we did at E3. Just at the table and do it. Okay. 
Um, so that's 176 in the books. Uh, as you know, we end the show with a song. Oh, before I forget, uh, follow IGN on Twitter at IGN. Follow me at Game Over Greggy. Follow Colin at No Taxation. Anthony at Chuff Money. You want me to explain that? C H U F M O N E Y. Yeah, explain. One F or two. Chuff is one F. But so apparently in in Britain it actually means like vagina a lot of times. But I didn't know that. But what I got it from was the dwarf. Warhammer book, uh-huh. and in the Dwarf Warhammer book, it has a lexicon that gives language, the dwarf language, and chuff is a piece of cheese that a dwarf keeps under his hat for emergencies, so it became my username <laughs> for all my dwarf characters I made. That's awesome. And, That's so, awesome. and then I was playing this Super Nintendo game called Vegas Stakes, uh-huh. and I, when I, you signed into the hotel, I, you were able to put signs for your name too so i put chuff in a dollar sign because i thought that was hilarious yeah and so then that just turned into nice why do you need cheese for an emergency you're doing well cheese cheese, yeah nourishment in case you get the mind collapses oh okay I was just, I was, I just wanted to fire yeah. Scott Lowe is S L O W E W E I G N. All one word. Slow I G N. Yeah. But not like slow, like slow, but slow. Yeah. Like Remember, my first to, initial last name, I G N. Tinyurl.com slash. <laughs> what is it? Uh, crap. At beyond Beyond MVP. MVP, all lowercase. All of that's lowercase. Go vote for Patillo. <laughs> it's for charity. If, I, if we win the $10,000 prize. I've got a feeling you're going to skyrocket well, to the top. It's charity for two things. It's charity that you get some shit. To help you with your dog. True. Yeah, I'm not trying to pull the wool over your eyes. The main thing is I could win $10,000 to give to the charity of my choice, animal right. charity of my choice. I could also win $500 in a vacuum or something. Or $500 in pet supplies in a vacuum. Nice. It, it, honestly, I just think Portillo can win. Not even, even, the not picture even that, of him is very cute. Not even that he could win, but that my D-list internet fame could push him to win. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. That's all this is, is a test of how popular Beyond is. Your life Anyways. on the D-list. Uh, we end on a song. If you ever want to send one in, send it to beyond at IGN.com. Just like Isabel, a.k.a. Rabid Gummy Bear did. She says, hey guys, love the show. This song, this is a song my husband wrote while he's stuck in Afghanistan with an injury he sustained in combat. Anyways, this week was our six-month wedding anniversary, and I think it'd be really awesome if you could play it at the end of the podcast. Or just give him a shout-out, as his name is Dave, and tell him I love him and can't wait for him to come home safe. Beyond... And thanks a bunch if you do play it. You're welcome, Isabella, a.k.a. Rabid Gummy Bear. Dave, thank you so much for your service and for a kick-ass song and for listening to us and everything else. Mm -hmm. Get home safe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, keep listening to Beyond. 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 There you go. (laughs) 